Welcome to New Destiny Christian Center's Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor David Verdecchio. If you'd like to find more information about our ministry, please visit us online at www.newdestinychristiancenter.com. First Corinthians chapter number three, starting at verse number nine. The Bible says, for we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, you are God's building. Okay, so what I want you to look at today, I'm preaching a sermon today and it's, it's not about the church, it's about you. You're a building. So it's what the apostle just said there. You as an individual are a building. Okay, verse number 10. According to the grace of God which was given me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Verse number 12. Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work, which he has built, on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet as though through fire. Amen. So there's a couple things in here. There's all kinds of stuff that, that, that we could break down and look at in here. You know, but to me, the first one and really the, 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 the core of this message is the foundations. You know, foundations, when you look especially in commercial buildings, but in every building, foundations are the key to a building. They, they really are. The most important part of any building is the foundation. Right? It, it's what holds everything up. And I can remember one time I was working on a building and laying it out and getting all the foundation set and all. And we worked for, for a couple of months on a new car dealership, setting up everything and getting the foundation all dug up, laid properly, all the bolts where they were supposed to be that was going to hold the building up. And it seems like you're working and you're working and you're working. You're working in the mud. You're doing all that stuff you've got to do. And when you finish the foundation, they put dirt over it. It's like, you know, one of the sayings is that, that, that 25% or something, you know, it'll say it different ways, but 25% of the building is the foundation and nobody sees it. Right? We had a pretty good storm this morning. Kind of came out of the blue. Right? I'm, I'm driving in here and uh, I, I was down in my car and all of a sudden, you know, I had the radio on and all of a sudden I hear, Right, the radio's doing the little, uh, it doesn't do that anymore. How's it go? However, whatever the new thing is. Right, the emergency broadcast thing. You know, it used to be when you heard that, the Russians were, were sending bombs over your way, you know, but you never heard, you never heard that when we were kids, did you? Except for the test. <laughs> and I made sure to tell you it was a test because you thought the Russians were bombing. But anyway, I forgot totally where I was going with that. Okay. So I heard that sound, you know, and right away I'm, I'm, I'm in my car and there was a train in front of me. So I'm waiting for the train to pass and I'm thinking, okay, hurry up and finish all the tones and tell me what's going on. Because if something big's going on, I got to turn back around, make sure my family's taken care of. 
right? And, you know, if, if, if something really major is going on. And what they had said, though, was that there was a tornado warning way up in uh, Upper Bucks County and up in the Lehigh County and some of those things. So there were some tornado things that were going on. And then what they said is, make sure if you're in that area that you're in a strong building, you go to the lowest part of that strong building to an inside part of it so that you can be safe, okay? Now, I learned about tornadoes kind of the hard way. When we first moved to Louisiana, right, we lived in Denver, and then we moved to Louisiana. Now, Louisiana's in Tornado Alley, and my wife moved, uh, came down, and she'd only been there a couple of days, and it was Easter morning, and we went to a restaurant, because we were brand new in the city, we didn't know many, too many people down there anyway, so we went to this restaurant, and all of the sudden, we're sitting in this restaurant, and, and we're looking out these windows, big, big windows in the front of this, this store, and we're looking out, and I'm like, wow, look at that sky. That's, that looks weird. And, you know, and, and me and my brother, being northerners, we walked up to the window, and we're, we're standing like this, and we're looking, right? And a cop car pulls up and gets under the, there was a, the, like a patio type thing. He pulls under the patio. And I'm like, wow, that's really strange. When I turned back around, there was nobody in the restaurant. <laughs> I thought, they know something I don't know. And there was no sirens or anything around here. They do all the sirens, they don't do that down there. And, and we're looking around, and then it started hailing and all kinds of crazy things and come to find out, a little bit later I found out that there was a tornado a half a mile from where we were. We didn't even know it. But see, all the people that were from there, they recognized it. And they all went back to the, to the refrigerator area. Cracked me up. Nobody said anything to us. I think they're thinking, look at the dummies at the window. <laughs> you know? Probably not the best place to be in a tornado, standing in front of a plate glass window. But anyway, and, and so, you know, but what they teach you is you got to go somewhere that it's strong. And the other thing they said is you got to go somewhere that it's strong. And they said, if you're in a trailer home, leave the trailer home and go to some place that has a foundation. Right? Now, they make trailer homes are great. I have nothing against trailer homes, so please don't take me wrong here. But trailer homes are great that you can get a trailer home that's awesome. But do you know the only problem with a trailer home? There's no foundation. And so when a strong wind comes, it might end up in the next county. Foundations are critical in our lives. Remember, I'm preaching on each of us. I'm not preaching on the body today. I'm preaching on you and me. Okay, you're a building, and the foundation is absolutely critical to your life. It's critical. Okay, now there's all kinds of things out there in Christianity today. You know, when you're saved for, for several decades, you begin to see all the waves that come into Christianity. Right, all the different things that, that people begin to do and believe in churches and how they grow and all. And so, you know, there's all kinds of stuff out there, and it's not bad stuff. So please, as I'm talking about this, I'm not talking about all bad stuff. But when you're a pastor and they find out about it on Facebook, they begin to bombard you with how to grow a church. The experts tell you this is the way you're supposed to grow a church today. 
And they say all kinds of things. You know, one of them is you have to have, they literally say this, you have to have a young, progressive praise and worship team. That's what they say. Now, nothing wrong with that. I like that, right? I, I prefer not singing with an organ and a tambourine. You know, I think it sounds better with some guitars and drums and all that kind of stuff, right? But it's, it's the idea of you can't build a church unless you have this. Okay, the, the church planning organizations today tell you that if you're going out to plant a church, you, the first hire you should make is a praise and worship leader. It's not all bad, but I don't know if it's the most important thing. Okay? They'll, they'll tell you that you've got to be seeker-friendly. Now, I'm a seeker-friendly guy. I, try to, I, I like friends more than I like enemies. Right? I like the people like me. We're supposed to, but when, when, when visitors' comfort is more important than the gospel, there's a problem. Are you following me? Right, so they tell you all kinds of things. They, they talk about pastors. They say, if you're going to be the, it's never just pastor anymore. Now you've got to be, the, you know, first it was the senior pastor. That's not popular today. Today you are the lead pastor. You have to be the lead pastor. Okay, so the lead pastor, you know, has to be like in his 30s or 40s. And he has to have his hair spiked up, maybe a different color, right? They literally tell you this stuff. You have to have skinny jeans. Aren't you glad I don't, aren't you glad I don't wear skinny jeans? You have to wear skinny jeans with, with, you know, holes in them. The holes have to be just right, right? My shirt's not tight enough. It's got to be tight. See my guns when I'm preaching, right? Because that's what draws young people. Right? They, they they literally teach you all this stuff, and it's not that any of that stuff's wrong in in its own sense. I think it's kind of goofy, but it, it's it's the idea of this stuff has become more more important. Here's what you never hear: if you're going to pioneer a church. You need to fall on your knees for six months and get a hold of God and find out what he wants. Now, you don't hear that. They don't, they don't talk about that. Okay? So they talk about all the other stuff. This is in Matthew 7, 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven. See, your foundation is what's important. I, I say to people, they'll tell me, I, I want to be a pastor. Well, the first thing that I want to see in somebody that wants to be a pastor is how are you going to respond when you don't get the accolades, when other people get to preach and you don't, when you don't get to do what you want to do, but you get to do the stuff that nobody else wants to do. See, that's really what pastoring is. How are you going to respond when the lights are off and nobody's praising you for what you do. Because that's the foundational stuff that matters. Hurts and disappointments are going to come in life. I really wish I could tell you that, 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 that once you become a Christian, everything's going to be great. You'll never have any problems. Your finances will always be good. Your marriage will always be good. Your kids will be the angels you always wanted them to be. Everything's going to be just absolutely perfect. But I can tell you that the more you do for God, the more you find out things are not all that great all the time. And the only thing that you have to hold on to is Jesus. 
See, Paul the apostle was saying the foundation is Jesus. He, he didn't say it was anything else. He said it was Jesus Christ. See, the greatest thing that we have is Jesus Christ and him crucified. That we have to hold on to that foundation that a church is wonderful. But if we lose the foundation of a crucified Savior that bled for our sins because we are not perfect, He died. That because of our lives, He suffered. When we lose the idea of the gospel of Jesus, nothing else can matter but that. I love the worship movement that's going on right now. I love that we've got people that are worshiping and they're lifting their hands in the sanctuary and they're blessing God and they're doing these things. But if the foundation is not Jesus and him crucified and rose on the third day, you can sing it all you want. It's not going to have the impact that it needs to have. See, all of the good things have to go on top of the foundation. They can't replace the foundation. Because Jesus is the only thing that holds the whole building up. Why don't a lot of people, I, I actually, sitting down, my wife sent me an article. She knew what I was preaching today. She sent me an article and talked about Todd White. I like Todd White. I really do. I think it's great. You ought to look up the article. He just repented for not preaching the gospel. Because he was preaching the good things. But not the gospel. The good news is that you're a dirty, rotten dog sinner. But Jesus died for us. See, that's why it doesn't go over very well, because people don't like to hear that. See, I'll scan the room here. Foundations aren't sexy. Right, I could, I could set up a bar up here with lights and fog machine. When you come in, you know, it could be like a concert, right? I, 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 and I do the best I can with, with what we've got, but, you know, you could, you could set it up so it's like, man, I love going there because it's like a free concert every week. But the problem is foundations aren't any of that stuff. Foundations take a long time. You dig deep and you bury it. Thank you for listening to this message by Pastor David Verdecchio of New Destiny Christian Center. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us online at www.newdestinychristiancenter.com.